Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. I'm one of two guys that have never met each other in real life, but nonetheless, we've decided to do a podcast together. My co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, Colin. How you doing? Can you hear me okay? It doesn't you sound... Great. You do? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you're coming in loud and clear. Yes, you are. You're Okay, good. I, I yeah. mean, it just looks like my levels are a little low. I don't know. You know, everything's all over the place. I don't want to be too hot. Speaking of hot, stupid hot in, in September here in, in uh, New Jersey. I think it hit 90 degrees here. Well, yeah, we had about ninety here in the uh, in the beautiful Midwest today too. It was it was warm, and, and the humidity's there, and the goddamn mosquitoes, the mosquitoes are, are biting, and we didn't have that all summer long. I thought oh, we're, we're not going to have mosquitoes this year, and then they showed up. So fucking fuck mosquitoes. I got bit today a couple times. It pisses me off. I, I want to bite back. I, I you know it, it feels great killing mosquito when when you know you look down. And you see that sucker, and you just give it a whack. It, it always sucks when when it's you know when the blood thing splatters out. Then you think, all right, the fucker got me, but at least at least I made it die. Uh, so yeah, that's going on. You know, a little yeah, I think train I killed going? one too. Uh, that, we've got a train. That's the train. That's the uh, the New Jersey Transit NJ Transit uh, North Jersey Coastline train, either coming from Manhattan to Red Bank or leaving Red Bank and going toward manhattan i'm not sure and then I, I hear crickets i think they're in my head no they're probably outside it, it's you, yeah there's a lot of ambiance there. there's a lot of a lot of uh i like that it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm inside i'm not outside yeah. you open a window though and I did, you are I did. it's so warm you're right outside the city that never sleeps i am here in the city that always sleeps always sleeps <laughs> yeah there's not much yeah it's going on we do it yeah but uh yeah you can get right on the train how now if you get on the train there uh wherever the closest train stop is uh, uh, there in uh red bank uh, slash middletown it's, it's one mile away from my home okay the, so the train you, station so you get on there how long uh, to be in uh midtown you have to uh, well yeah the train the train if you take the train into manhattan you would take it into uh new york penn station which is essentially right, like yeah. 34th street and uh, yeah, 7th yeah. avenue 8th avenue uh yeah and uh yeah typically on average it's about an hour and uh 26 to an hour and 35 depending on uh you know the the commuter trains i think the the quickest train is about an hour and 18 so if you you could you could get hammered in in Midtown Manhattan, uh, and then just get on the train and, and make it all the way to your house theoretically, without a DUI, and you'd be fine. With, with, yeah, within 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 I'd say outside uh, two and a half three hours, depending on where you lived, how close you were to the train. But me personally, yeah, I could do it in like uh, around door to door three hours. Right. I mean, it does. It wouldn't take that every day, three hours. But I'm just saying, by the time you leave the bar, wherever you get hammered, have yeah. a little bit of trouble. You're not going to make your train, no matter how much you want to. And then you're going to have to wait for your next, yeah, next train. You know, like I was driving Uber the other night, and I picked up a guy in at the Middletown train station, and he uh, he called me up. I had just dropped someone off at the Middletown train station and left. It was maybe around nine o'clock at night. I think it was Friday night. And 
and he he mentioned something about saying he he had missed his train, like he had not he had forgotten to get off his train. He missed his stop. Mm-hmm. He said, I guess he was distracted by his phone, but I didn't really understand what he was saying. Then he got in the car, and he wasn't that friendly. He, you know, he was. It was a long week, I'm sure, and he just wanted to get home. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized when he said that he was he missed his stop in Aberdeen, Matawan. It was two. He missed two stops. He got off that train and he missed two stops. And I had mentioned, oh, I did that once. And I think this is right around the time of my 40th birthday, around eight years ago. I was fucking hammered. And I rode my folding bike to and from the train in Manhattan and here. And uh, I missed it by one train stop. So instead of getting off the Red Bank train station, I ended up getting off at the, the next train station south in Little Silver. And I got on my folding bike and I rode it pretty drunk home. Like about four miles. And I remember that trip like it was yesterday. I remember talking to my friend Julian who lived in L.A. And I was like, and I told him that. I said, yeah, that happened to me once. Yeah, I was pretty drunk. And then he he emphatically said, I'm not drunk. And then I'm thinking, like, well, he missed two trains. Like, I wonder if he really wasn't drunk. Like, I wasn't accusing him of being drunk. Right, I was just right. Telling, and then I'm like, maybe he was quiet because he was drunk, and maybe because I was driving him to his the parking lot of his train station. He yeah. I'm going to narc on him or something. I, you know. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. whatever. I don't want to read into it. It's not a yeah. big deal, but it was just, like, a weird thing to say. Like, I was like, I didn't say that you're drunk. I was saying I was fucking drunk. I was pretty hammered. <laughs> Like, yeah, I did it once in Chicago. Actually, my wife and I, but we uh, both of us fell asleep, and it was uh, Jesus Christ. It, it was us. It, we were going out to the uh, beautiful Northwest suburbs somewhere. Uh, you could. We 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 haven't done this in a while. We should we should check this out. But we used to. Um, we used to get online and go to like Hotwire or something like that, and then we would uh, find the, where the these. A lot of times you get these smoking uh, hotel deals, uh, motel deals, or whatever in the uh, northwest suburbs of Chicago, and uh, you know for sometimes it was like twenty five bucks a night or some shit like that at a, at a fairly nice place, and so um, we'd uh, stay out in the northwest suburbs and do some shit out there, but we'd always uh, get on the train and go downtown, and uh, which was great, uh, except this uh, particular evening. Uh, we both fell asleep. We had been drinking, uh, but uh, generally, uh, you know, both of us wouldn't have fallen fall asleep. But we managed to do this somehow. Woke up, uh, and uh, I can't remember if our stop was supposed to be like, uh, it was like two stops later when we finally kind of woke up and we realized, all right, we're, we're headed off somewhere we really don't want to go. And it's, it's late. It's like, I don't know, three in the morning or something like that, or maybe even a little after that. And... Uh, train gets out to where we thought the next uh, station was going to be we were going to get off uh and uh no i guess our plan was to stay on we thought it's going to it'll go out and it'll come back and we'll get back to our station and you know this you know because that, that's what they do in in the this uh this line in chicago they go out and uh, get to the end and then they come back and uh which was our plan and so we get out to the end and it just stops and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It just stopped. And there actually was a, uh, like a, I don't know what they call them, conductor. There's somebody, uh, there was a live body there, a guy that was working for the, uh, for the Metra, I think is what they call it in Chicago. And so um, I was asking what's going on. And he said that uh, at that time of night, that line stops and uh, they don't take off again until um, like two or three hours later. But it was right by this casino. 
So we get the brainy idea. We'll just go hang out in this casino for like three hours and get back on and uh, go back to our hotel in the morning. And we got into the casino and stayed in there for, it was, I literally was in there for about like 10 or 15 minutes. I was like, fucking get me out of here. I can't, I'm not going to be able to, this is, no, this is not going to work. I can't hang around here all night. So we took a cab back from there. But uh, yeah, sounds like they're. We, uh, we should just talk about trains because trains. I've got the sound effects going. It's like there's just yeah. that is just. Yeah, that's a mile. Uh, that's that's over a mile away. Wow. We yeah we they, we don't have those kind of trains here. We don't have sexy trains. Trains where we have we have freight trains like uh, riding on the city of New Orleans. Those kind of trains. Or no, wait, that was a passenger train, wasn't it? I don't know. I just got back from Nashville, so I, yeah. So how was how was the Nashville trip? Uh, was it a successful business trip? Was it a good fun it was, trip? Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, business wise, it was great. Uh, and uh, I yeah, it was it was well worth the, the time and the effort. Uh, saw some great things. I talked the one uh, last podcast about going to uh, we went to a place uh, kind of a speakeasy kind of place one night for dinner. Uh, another night went to. Uh, sushi, 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 sushi. All right, I have not been drinking, but uh, sushi place called uh, Virago, which is in. I wasn't even aware there. there I wasn't aware there was a place uh, in Nashville called the Gulch. The Gulch. Uh, the Gulch. The Gulch is the area between Music Row and downtown. Is this area of town they call the Gulch, and it's a lot. Does of, it mean something? I is guess it, it's is kind it of an acronym or. I think there's kind of a low area of uh, just if you go because you go down a hill and it's I think it's just they're talking about the geography and it just got called the gulch and there's a lot of uh, nightclubs bars restaurants um, a lot of upscale uh, I think uh, real estate down there there's a lot of lofts and and uh, stuff in high-rise condo type stuff but uh, yeah that was the, the sushi there was, was Virago was a great place it was it was a lot of fun so we did that uh, one night and then you know, I was thinking about this. This I've been to Nashville a lot, but this was actually the first time on a Friday night uh, that we um, there was a um, National Association of Broadcasters uh, rented out this place called uh, Valentine. Is what it's called, and it's right on Broadway, which is the the main area with all the bars and clubs in downtown Nashville. And so they had a three three floor place. It was very nice. There was a band on the upper on the roof, uh, just kind of a combo thing on the roof. And then there was a um, uh, they had a band on the main level, so, so three levels and pretty decent food. It was an early evening thing. Uh, it went from like six thirty or something to like nine thirty. I think it was three hours something like that. But it was it was a fun little mixer type thing and and uh, open bar free for three hours whatever you, whatever they had behind the bar it wasn't one of these things like you know you got to drink out of a keg and a certain you know uh, you know selection or something like that it was like whatever's there drink it um which i wasn't if that didn't matter to me i was i think i had a beer while we were there but um it was uh you know there's a lot of people that were taking advantage of that so um that said this is the first time on a friday night i have been in, in the that area of the downtown um that time of evening say you know eight nine o'clock and experience the crowd it was fucking packed i mean there were so many people it was like it's amazing how many people show up to to go down there and just you know whatever bar hop you know there's a lot of a lot of uh, tchotchke kind of stores and shit which uh, i put some of that stuff on on uh, instagram but uh i was what i was doing was i was went down the street and i was going as i was going down the street going back to the hotel i was just 
the the bands will set up the way they've got almost all the clubs are set up they've got a uh, a band stand type thing that is set up right by the front windows and if the weather's like it has been you know it was warm down there too it was 90 degrees they uh, have the windows basically off they, they take off the the windows in the front so it's uh, open in you know, when you're looking at the bar from the street it's wide open there so you can look in and see and so the drummer typically sits with his back right to the window and then the rest of the band's doing their thing so as you walk by bar 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 and they're right next to each other it's like you know you can just band 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 and when i went by I was just would walk up to each window and just kind of you know just take my phone and stick it in and do a, do a little shot of whatever the band was doing it was it was it was interesting because there was such a wide variety of shit that they were playing it was like um some of its country but n- not all of it there's there's a lot of places where you know they're they're rocking out and uh doing whatever sort of style but it was fun i enjoyed it it was a great trip so glad to be back I, one of those kind of things where's you out did you have a uh you didn't have a full weekend then because you got back on saturday morning right I got back Saturday, arrived in town about 1.30 by the time I got home. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yesterday I just kind of chilled out and tried to uh, get some shit done, uh, you know, basically unpack and kind of putz around, do that kind of thing. And uh, still didn't feel like I got enough sleep. I never sleep. Okay, if I have to, if I know I have to, I have a flight, uh, whether I'm leaving or coming home, if I know I've got a flight, I okay. I'm checking, you know, okay, back back up the time, try to figure out what time you got to be at the airport, what time, how long it's going to take you to get from the hotel or to get from wherever to get to the airport itself. Try to imagine in your mind's eye, okay, what okay, what airport am I going through? How long does it take to get through security and all the shit there? So you got to kind of do that. And uh, so there's a lot of, you're thinking a lot about it. And uh, how much, you know, how, you know, I want to get there early, but not too early, so you got all that shit going on in your head. Needless to say, I do not fucking sleep worth a shit. I'll sleep like 40 minutes at a time all night long. Even though I've got the alarm set, I've decided I'm getting up at 6. That'll get me out there in plenty of time for, you know, like a 8 o'clock flight or something like that. Uh, it just never fails. I just, I, it's hard for me to try to, yeah, just to try to sleep. So um, I'm catching up still, that's what I'm saying. I'm bitching. I'm bitching about the whole thing. But uh, it was good. It was. I, I would say, if you've not been to Nashville, you got to go at least once. You got to go at least once. There's a lot going on there. A lot to see. A lot to do. Have you been? Have you been to Nashville? Never, never. No, I. Uh, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, unless uh, Iowa. I don't know if you're listening, Matthew Cunningham. Oh, that's right, Matthew. Uh, yeah, just, which, just kick in a little extra, little no, something, something. We, we're, I think we need to get the. Uh, and he suggested he emailed me, and I haven't emailed him back. I'm an asshole, but I've been busy. Sorry, no, Matthew. it's, no, here's, it's here, called here, life. Here's what we should. Here's what I think we should need to get this GoFundMe thing going. And uh, if we don't, here's the here's what I'm thinking we should do. If we uh, and he's uh, generously said, I'll kick in $100 is what he said, um, the first 100 to get uh, John to Iowa so that we could do, and the original intent was show 100, we're at show 89, yeah, I'm looking at the number 89 right now, of course everybody's familiar with the um, with the uh, connotation of 69, we all know what that's about, uh, I'm looking at 89, and it kind of looks like two fat people doing 69. Or yeah. at least one one fat or person. a snowman snowman getting his getting yeah. his dick sucked. <laughs> I think is what's happening there. All right, but yeah, show eighty nine. So that would give us eleven shows to try to, which is the equivalent of like. Um, oh, it's coming up pretty quick. So I'm six saying, weeks. I, six weeks. W- Maybe w- we can, w- within six weeks, if, unless we decide. You know what? It's so crazy in the fall. Let's like dial it back. 
Well, what we could do, yeah. No, what we could do, instead of dialing the shows back, I'm not saying that, what we could do is just say, when we get to X dollar amount, then John comes to Iowa and uh, whatever we decide that would be. Um, which I was thinking, you know, you fly there and back and, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, walking around yeah. money, that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> we're going to want at least $1,000, um, maybe a little more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, and that's, you know, hey, every dollar counts. We'll Every send you a tote counts. bag. We're not sending you a tote bag. Fuck like you. Uh, I'll send you an empty <laughs> beer can. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, so this was, uh, wait, what? So today is Sunday. I, I think it was thir- so Thursday night. One of these nights uh, this past week. So Wednesday we recorded the podcast. So I think it was on Thursday uh, I ended up uh, having dinner with, my ex-wife with Andrea and the kids nice. she had cooked and uh, and she said no oh, I'm cooking I'm cooking salmon whatever and we're sitting at the dinner table we're just chatting and it was like there were a few moments and I can't remember the specific moment um, where I, I and this happens like at least once a week where as amicable as things are and it's great to be here and it's nice to see the kids and to spend time with them limited but spend some time with them uh, where I get confirmation and be like, oh yeah, yeah, we're not supposed to be married. Yeah, no, this is this is right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is not the ideal situation, but we're we're good. Uh, but anyway, but she's been pretty good overall. But uh, we're sitting at the table and and Kylie's being Kylie, and and my daughter, while she's a little quiet and shy, she can be really over the top funny. She'll do impressions of me, make fun of me. She'll like laugh, make her mom laugh to the point that her mom is on the floor, cry, like literally crying, like her face is turning red and she's like tearing and uh but we're we're all just sort of talking and i and i was telling it's almost like it's my podcast with them where i'm telling the same shit that i talk about on here it's one version of it and i said something like oh did i tell you guys that um you know something came up about a gofundme Mm -hmm. uh someone one of kylie's friends wanted to do gofundme for this and said or someone wanted to do something and she said one of her friends said you can't do that and kylie's like of course you can you don't have to you can choose not to contribute to it whatever it was it wasn't like uh you know someone you know was in a terrible car accident or had cancer or whatever and so anyway so the uh so i start to say oh you know matthew Cunningham, the one who suggested this on yes. GoFundMe, or, or before I even said his name, I started to say about, you know, a GoFundMe for me. So, and she filled in the blanks and said to go to Iowa to see Colin. I'm like, she doesn't listen to the podcast. You sure? She, I swear, there's. I mean, she wouldn't. She was like beside herself, and I'm like, are you kidding? And I don't recall having mentioned it around her. She was not happy about it is that what you're saying no 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 she she was like she was so she couldn't believe that she knew what i was about to say like Mm. she like so she's into the idea she was fine with it she just was okay she fine Uh, with it she doesn't have any money we got to get her to kick in (laughs) i was gonna say she doesn't have any money if that's where you're going with this this is like a edwin mccain moment you just had here you know these are uh, how's that song go Uh, these are the moments i could not ask for more these are the moments (laughs) i thank god that i'm alive these are the moments i'll remember all my life Got all that I've waited for, and I could not ask for more. One of those kind of things. Remember that song? All right. 
I, I only know one song by that guy, I think. And this is the only song you did, isn't it? He's one hit wonder. These are the moments. These are the moments. I think. I, you know what? If, if, I'd have to hear it, and we don't do that. We don't uh, play we, songs. We don't. I, like I said, just, I just, I think I just nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. If, unless it's someone else, I think I. Uh, yeah. These are them. No, no, I can't do it. I'm, I'm a horrible singer. But anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, it sounds like so. You, she was she was fine with it. She was fine yes. with it. But you know, this was a couple of nights ago. This was on Thursday. So so then tonight, today was weird. I, I drove my ex-wife to the airport because she started a new job. Uh, she starts a new job tomorrow, um, and she uh, she has to go to Minneapolis for training. It's a sales job, but just to be you know acclimated with the company culture and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So her office, I mean her, yeah, her office will be in New York City, in Manhattan. Uh, but so, she, so I, I drove my ex to the airport. Uh, our daughter Kylie took a ride with us, and uh, drop her off, and we say goodbye. And I, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I don't really sit down and eat with the kids or spend time with them. I haven't gone out to dinner with them because when we have gone out to dinner or done something, my ex-wife is there, and it's something we used to do when I lived in my own place. And it was getting late. Picked up Cameron around uh, 6:30 p.m. Kylie and I were so hungry. And there was this sushi restaurant. I do Uber Eats. You know, I deliver mm-hmm. food for restaurants. And I found this restaurant that's been open for just about a year. It's about 15, 20 minutes away. Looked pretty good. Nice big space. And not that all you can eat sushi is a good idea, but this place looked pretty good. You know, I, I looked over at the sushi counter. It was all right. Uh, so it was like twenty eight ninety nine per person. Yeah. All, literally all you can eat. If you leave food. You will get charged a surcharge for the food that you don't eat. Like, oh, and really? They, yeah, and it totally makes sense. And and like the sashimi pieces were not giant; they were a reasonable size. Like you could really pace yourself. It seems like they've figured out that's, how this. Yeah, works. that's not bad. We, we when we were in uh, Nashville, we there was three of us, and they had a ninety-five dollar sushi platter. Mm-hmm. Um, that we ordered, for, and they, we asked her. You know, it was just. She said, "Yeah, three of you, you'll be fine." And she said, "You might want to do a couple appetizers too." So we did this ninety-five dollar sushi pad, platter. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I'm not saying sushi. Whenever I say sushi, it throws me off. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, and some other stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, so the whole thing came to like ninety-two dollars. I gave him a twenty-dollar tip and whatever. And even Cameron wasn't ready to eat because Cameron's a type one diabetic. His uh, blood sugar levels were way above one hundred. They were like. 250 when we sat down he's like i'm not hungry anyway and then he, he decided he's gonna get like three sushi rolls um when we left but as it was getting closer his blood sugar came down so i said to him well he's like what's more cost effective i said cameron do whatever you want if you want to get the three get the three rolls which would have been like 20 dollars. but if you think you want more and you can eat and you can manage your blood sugar levels then just do the all you can eat which he did and it's a really because kylie was like dad isn't that kind of expensive I'm like, well, Kylie, if we'd gone to any other sushi restaurant and you had gotten, you know, a, a sashimi platter, the mm-hmm. rolls that you got, it would mm-hmm. have cost more than thirty dollars. Yeah, I mean, they know they 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 know what the market is and they've priced it as such to get people in the door, right? And you know, it's fairly agnostic, and that you don't have to do the all you can eat. You can, you know, just eat. I'll you know order a la carte and do your thing. Right. But as dinner is finishing up and the bill came and she could do the you know she she can do the math. She said, "Well, Dad, is this? I mean, 
and she's and she would will say stuff like this all the time. I don't mean to be rude, but isn't this kind of expensive? Like, I mean, if you can like pay for this, can't you get yourself to Iowa? <laughs> and like, shh, the GoFundMe people might hear. I, and I said, you're like, I if said, your no. mom would kick in some fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I and I, I I said I said it's like I said it's like uh, I said no, Kylie. I made a choice. I said, look, I justified this. I said, well. You know, we haven't necessarily put down our phones and we're not 100% present. Like, we did have a good time and we laughed a little bit. And it was like, it, it was okay. Like, like it was just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? And it wasn't just because I worked all night doing Uber and Lyft and made it made some money. But it was just like, I, you know what? I, like, I just, I knew that if I had just gone home, cooked something, did the whole thing, Cameron would have gone to his room, would have played his guitar. You know what I mean? Like Kylie would have been on YouTube or whatever. It, w- it would have been a different experience, right? Like to right. me, I justified it. So it's like you know, apples and oranges. And then like even Irene, you know, my my ex 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 wait, my ex wife is what girlfriend? I thought she was oh, your non ex. You should just call her your non ex because she was <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a non to begin with. So you know. she right. Yeah. yeah, she wrote because when I when I wrote to her earlier that I was out to dinner, and she wrote. <laughs> she got any money? Can we get anything out of her? Let's let's start no. taking. Let's no, start she can't. No. Uh, All right, no, if you're no, listening, she... I'm putting you down for ten bucks, Irene. <laughs> Irene. Irene. <laughs> Come on, Irene. <laughs> Come on, Irene. We got some money coming in here from some of these other people. John's ex is she's kicking in. She doesn't know it yet, but she's in. Um, did she give you when she left? Okay, so you took her to the airport, and yep. you are living. And for anybody that's first time listener mm-hmm. here, uh, mm-hmm. first time caller, yep. uh, John M. Craig is living yep. in his ex-wife's mm-hmm. pool house, formerly mm-hmm. his pool house. Grant, granted, mm-hmm. but um, he's made an arrangement now, uh, and uh, he's in the pool house, and it's um, it's a symbiotic. Uh, you know, it's helping everybody out. I think the way the way it sounds. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But did she? And but she had some. She had some ground rules going into this. She was like, okay, if if this is going to work, John, uh, no house guests. And so what she was saying. Was, oh, am I, I allowed to have guests while she's away? Is yeah. That the question. She, I'm just at? wondering what. Okay, when she leaves, <laughs> like you're leaving kids. You're leaving kids, uh-huh. and you're you're getting on the plane, and you're going to say, all right, nobody in, nobody out, Mister. Uh, you you're going to do mm-hmm. these. You know these. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to lay down some rules, mm-hmm. some some ground rules and stuff. So yep. did, did she lay as she was getting no, in the airport? No, no, nothing no, in the airport. No. I, I think it's uh, there's an unspoken rule that is a rule that even though we don't have a legal agreement, yeah. that uh, that one little that one little thing, no guests allowed, still holds. Like so, if uh, if yeah, and I no, I don't think that she has a network of neighbors that are monitoring somebody watching. No, I don't think anyone's watching. I, you know, what I've got in my mind right now yeah. is this. Mm-hmm. I got this big Cameron Crowe-esque sort of uh, a pool party a la Almost Famous. I've got, I've got uh, you out on the roof of the pool house giving a speech. Uh, you know, you, you, you kind of got the look, too. The, you, know, you could be in the band, or at least you did before you, you cut some of your hair off here. And you can, you, you, this is maybe the time to... to uh, to pack the pool party, the, your kids would be a, it would be a seminal moment for them. Dad's having a pool party. <laughs> can put posters up around town, hand out flyers. I, I, I'll get on top of the pool house, big pool party yeah. going, and I'll just be like, just like William Wallace in Braveheart. They may take away our lives, but they'll never take away my freedom. <laughs> 
freedom. <laughs> you know? And I just, just you know, um, I like I. It's <laughs> as comical as I find any of these concepts. I know my ex-wife really well. So here's one for you. Uh, she, she. Um, so we may be well, not we. She and Kylie may be sponsoring a uh, a foreign exchange student from Spain. Okay. Oh, come on, how much fun can that be? <laughs> a so so I don't know. This came up through school. I I found out about it when Kylie sent me a text. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad, what's your email? I'm like, and I you know shared it. J Michael Craig at yahoo.com and and she she. Uh, I said, why? She's like, for a foreign exchange to see about a Spanish, you know, uh, someone from Spain coming to stay with us. Oh, okay. So uh, I think it was, I think it was on uh, Saturday, uh, yesterday actually. Um, I went to ride, do some Uber, and um, and my ex-wife Andrea said that the lady from the program, from the foreign exchange program, the host program, is going to come and and take a tour of the house. So okay. I said, well, I'm going to be driving Uber or Lyft anyway. And we didn't really talk details about this. I was like, how did this come up? Oh, Kylie told me about it. Okay. Okay. So uh, I finished Uber and Lyft because I figured, hey, I'm, I, you know, there's, it's not busy right now. I'm just wasting time driving around. And I came home and I saw that the lady's car, there was a car on the side of the house. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I did it. I circled around the block. Uh, then I got a request, and then I picked that person up, and then I dropped that person off. Then I came back, and the woman was still here. I'm like, how long is this fucking lady here? Now, I didn't pull up on the side of the house in front of where the lady was parked. I pulled up in the front of the house around the corner, which is blocked by a tree. Now, this lady had a clipboard. She was sitting in her car, and she was waiting there. So I just sat in my car and waited. And then finally, after she pulled away, I walk up to the front door and I ring the bell because I didn't want to walk into the back of the house. Like, I didn't want this woman to be like, who's it? Because I know my ex-wife. There's no way that she told this program that her ex-husband lives in the pool house. Okay. <laughs> right? There's no, there's no existence of me. Now, apparently, this lady loved the house. She stayed a really long time. She's like, this is great. This is perfect. She's like, I would take a bullet for this house. I mean, my reaction to that would be like, I can make that. We can arrange that. Okay? <laughs> um, like, So a very weird little exchange. But apparently, there are more foreign exchange students than there are host families, right? So right. I, I don't think there are going to be any issues. But it was just so funny. And Kylie, Kylie said, even on the thing, you know, at one point, Kylie was upstairs with the woman taking her on a little tour and they walked into the Cameron's room and Cameron's room has a little tour and they're on the back like I mean a little uh, uh, balcony and it's really good for vaping you know smoking cannabis drinking beer hiding porn ma- they don't do they don't have porn just magazine kind of standing out there um, nude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just so but uh, it'd be great for the pool party the almost famous pool party to jump in the pool from there probably die because it's on the you know you the side to, of the low end you have to really get you know the right distance off mm-hmm. the the ledge and then you know land in the right part of the pool you gotta hit mm-hmm. the deep end how, how deep is the deepest end the deepest part of the pool oh it's it's maybe six and a half seven feet it's not really so you might have to kind of lay it out and uh, yeah I, and it scares the fuck out of me flat. quite frankly yeah. it i mean no i like the idea of jumping no way no, I wouldn't do it. Like if yeah, I, if, if I, I'd have a heart attack if I saw Cameron or any of his friends or Kylie and any of her friends. What if you were? Like what if you, you were? Uh, you were up there and you were doing it uh, for 
uh, for Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson was there. It's just like the movie. We're, we're just like uh, uh, Penny Lane. She was Penny Lane in the movie. Uh, no. So it's no. just like Almost Famous. You got Penny Lane down there, and you're you're trying to impress, and you're up there. Uh, no, no. I would sooner do it for a Kate Hepburn than I would for a uh, Kate Hudson. I was going to say Francis McDormand, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of Francis McDormand, uh, not saying she's, man, you might, I guess. Let's, yeah. I'm, no, okay. she's, I, I, I think she's fantastic. Okay, she's fantastic. I was just going to say as far as attractiveness. But here, here's, what, here's what I noticed as I was traveling. And I, I was thinking about you, John, as I was traveling. I was, uh, and this comes down to the fact that uh, you, you, we were going to set you up with, uh, whose mother was it? Um, Huh? The, 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 your friend, your friend that said you, you should you should date my mother. You should, oh, you should. oh, my friend Evan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Evan, Evan's yeah, mom. Yeah, 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 yeah Evan's yeah, mom. Yeah, Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie. Yep. So yeah, that's got, my mom. Yeah. Oh. So that's got me. You know, I was thinking. You know, John should probably. Okay, a couple things I noticed. One is that there's now, uh, and I, you're, you're. Uh, well, you got a birthday coming up. How old is it going to be? And is that, oh, I, I already turned. You already turned. turned. When was turned that? Forty-seven. Yeah, happy, Friday. Well, this past happy Friday. It's Sunday yeah. now. It's Friday the fourteenth. Nah, it's fine. Right, I, I turned we're off close. that Facebook <laughs> account. I don't give a fuck. Close podcast partners here. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I don't know when your birthday is. I know so, that you turned. So when we first started speaking, you were uh, John Michael Craig. I'm 44 years old. I live in Red Bank, New Jersey. <laughs> that is true. Wait a second. Is that right? You when, when did that all per- time. When, when did it? No, I know that I did that. But uh, when did the? When did we do? When did Anchor was that? February 2016. So it must have been 44 because you're old now. 47. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, three years ago, okay, I'm I'm having trouble with time, going on three years, (laughs) okay, that happens, you have a stroke, so, yeah, so 44, yep, all right, so you, all right, but, so anyway, um, so, um, 47, so you're close, so here's what I found, I saw this article, uh, there's a, uh, there's a, another one of the, uh, you know, dating app type things that's popped up, and uh, I thought this one would be, I think that you should probably check this out, it, um, let's see if I can find the information, um, meth whores? No, it's called. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn! That sounds good. Um, this one is. Uh, it's called Lumen. L U M E N. Lumen. Downloading and, now. Hold uh, on. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. You you do your thing. Tell a story about so the guy. Lumen. Named, uh, okay. Bunny. So Lu- okay. So Lumen is a. All right. I did. I just found. God. How did I do that so fast? Um, all right. Da, 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 da. All right. Lumen is uh, a uh, dating app, and it is uh, aimed at and targeted towards. Uh, it's. They're calling it Tinder for seniors. And it just launched. Now, uh, they're looking at people uh, age 50 and forward. So uh, 50 and onward is the uh, target. So you're, you're getting close. I mean, you're, you're very close. So, um, all right. So, but so How do you I, spell this? L-U-M-E-N, Lumen. Uh, and so um, it's very, very similar, they say, to most of the other dating apps. It's got swipeable profiles, big images, bios, but with one Very difference. large print. Lar- large yeah. print in your bio. <laughs> yes, bios, but with one difference. All members now are required to upload a selfie as part of the verification process, and an algorithm authenticates this against the other profile images provided. And uh, they, they, uh, that's how they make sure you are, you're, not, uh, you're not pulling some shit. You're not uh, out there, uh, you know, catfishing. Uh, anyway, so that's, it's Lumen, and it's, it's aimed at All the All right, old, hold on. I'm checking it out now. I can't, I can't find the app. L U M E N. No, no, I found, I found it. Right. it. There's an article in Forbes about it on September 16th, 2018. Tinder for seniors, and it just launched. It says Excellent. it's now available on iOS and Android. 
in the UK. Yeah, would- in the UK, but will be available uh, internationally soon. So it's going to be here soon. So um, all right. So here's what my my angle on this was I, as I was traveling and I was looking around. I'm, I'm realizing. There are a lot of older women, uh, you know, and I'll say older, you know, let's just say 50 plus women uh, that are uh, on planes, they're in airports, uh, they're wandering around by themselves uh, for the most part. Uh, and, um, you know, you know they're single, I'm assuming you know, a lot of them are single. They're, they're what, I know, divorced, widowed, whatever the case may be, but a lot of them look like, they, like they've got some, some uh, disposable income. There's a lot of... Well, you know, a lot of uh, the accoutrements of uh, of uh, somebody that's you know the coach purse, the the Louis Vuitton, the blah blah blah. You know, the, uh, the 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 whole look is there, and and I'm realizing that maybe you know I don't know if there's a way. Uh, I think what you should do is uh, start hanging around more airports, and and these these and and I think the older woman thing is going to be good for you, uh, despite the fact that uh, you had that uh, that moment that. Uh, these are the moments, moment. Um, but I, I think you know you could get hooked up, perhaps, with one of these older, older airport women. I think it might work well for you. Just saying. I would sooner download uh, an app called Older Airport Women than Lumen. <laughs> <laughs> Old bags at the airport. Yeah. Uh, carrying, carrying expensive. Lost luggage. <laughs> expensive lost luggage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's uh, there's uh, worse places to. You know, I don't know. It's I, I'm just I'm looking at a dating app now. I was trying to download Lumen. I was gonna like make a whole bit about how I found a lady. I wanted to find a real profile. Yeah. Be like, no, Colin, I gotta go. We gotta wrap this up. I gotta meet Esther. Gotta meet Esther. We're gonna. Wait, I'm gonna go play bridge with Marge. She's. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna She's we're gonna like, play uh, gin rummy. Gin rummy is yeah, that's uh, that's a fun game, isn't it? I don't know. I have played that one. Or what was? Uh, no, maybe I had played. Is is that a card game? Gin rummy. Uh, gin rummy is a card game. It yeah, is. I remember playing that. It was I, pretty yeah. good. I remember liking it. Hearts, spades. Yep, I, I remember liking that too. Cribbage. I liked playing cribbage. Euchre. I, I used to play these games way before. This is for all the kids out there who listen to us. Oh, you way before they had smartphones. <laughs> we used to play board <laughs> we games. We used to play games. <laughs> played board games and we liked With a it. deck of cards <laughs> that we stole from a casino. <laughs> We'd steal it from a casino and we'd smoke <laughs> cigarettes in the house. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody smokes anymore. They all vape. Um, <laughs> there, popcorn lung. The vape thing. Did you read that? Yeah. Po- is it popcorn? No. Uh, the FDA, as uh, I saw over the weekend, is now uh, trying to go hardcore on the vaping thing. They're trying to. Uh, they think the the FDA is going to come out and and make a, uh, a move on vaping on the vaping world and and uh, declare all of vaping. All all of vaping will now be deemed against the law. All of vaping. Hmm. Really? How do you do that? I don't. I don't even know if that's even fucking possible. Because you know, you can know, order things internationally. How are they going to go? I, okay, so I get on a website from from fucking Indonesia or some shit, and uh, you know, I order my vaping shit. How are they going to know? And it comes off, in a cleverly uh, concealed box with, uh, yeah. At, off the top of your head, think about it. Mm-hmm. Where you live, how many vape shops do you think? It, like just in your everyday travel, how many vape shops off the top of your head? Not can you name? Can you think of? Can you think of at least three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are so many here. Yeah, they're all over. Oh, there's so fucking crazy. Like this thing. Yeah, I, I think it would be a tough one. I don't know. I don't know how you would like just shut it all down overnight. I don't know either. I, if that would even be possible, because 
the money. You follow the money trail, man. There's there's got to be, um, you know, you got to realize that you know these 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 fat cats, these one percenters, they're they're making the money off the the vaping shit because there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of cash going on there. There's a lot of people that are that are uh, capitalizing all that. When I was in Tennessee. Um, that happens to be, I guess, one of the, I don't know how many states with this midterm stuff that's coming up, mid- midterm election stuff that's coming up, um, I guess in November, I guess. Anyway, um, that are, uh, it's one of the ones that's got some major, uh, like a senatorial s- seat, I believe, in play. Um, there's some big stuff going on there. And so they've got um, just a shit ton of money that's being spent on, on political advertising. When I was in my room, I flip on the tv kind of more or less i was i was i was curious for the most part what was going on with the hurricane uh see what the news was with that but uh so all these ads would be popping on these political ads there holy shit it was (laughs) wow and way more over the top than i thought they would be uh and i live in iowa so we get a lot of political advertising and uh a lot of times it's ugly you know and it's it's pointed and all that stuff but there's one guy that has a uh, he's got backing from a uh, real heavy heavy backing from donald trump and he has been very outspoken about um the fact that he um he's behind whatever trump does or says and he's gonna he's he's absolutely on, on board with that and uh the way they had us put together they've got all these people that are like um, talking about his competitor, whoever she was, I think it's a, a woman, and uh, they're like, um, she wants illegal aliens in here. She wants blah blah blah, and, and just it, the the tone and, t- and and the nature of all of them. And I on both sides, I'm not just saying that side was it. Um, it was wow, the most negative stuff I you know I've I've, <laughs> I've seen in politics. And then the angles were were crazy too. They were trying to just attack anything that they could. One of one of the ads was attacking the fact that. Um, too many people there's too many rich politicians that are trying to basically it was like um the idea that you shouldn't go to college is what the what the angle of the ad was that we need more people in trades and that the trades um the building trades and all the the uh, blue collar type jobs are being ignored and uh, we need more blue collar workers and uh that was the basically the platform this guy's running on it's just i was like wow yeah you know what true news it's fact Too many of these college kids. I fucking drove around Rutgers University last night for Uber and Lyft, and guess what? They're a bunch of young assholes. Just want to hit. Fuck those kids. No, I just want to. I want to take a bunch of them. This is a Saturday night. Fuck those kids. We don't need any more of them. They're kind of stupid. Uh, but I did all right last night. I made a lot of money delivering food. I go. I made five trips in a row to a McDonald's, and uh, the joy, the joy that you will see on a kid's face at two o'clock in the morning when they're fucking <laughs> drunk and high as fuck <laughs> and the, and you deliver like, thanks to a guy and then you get a ten dollar tip you're like uh-huh. you're the best you, you guys are the fucking future i went into an ice cream shop and it was busy it was like fucking the line was like 20 deep and i walked up and fortunately they've got a space for uber drivers for uber eats pickups and i walked right over and i said yeah i've got uh I got a pickup for Damon. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah. a super thick shake and uh, like chocolate sundae. And like I said, is that there? Thick. Is that there? I said, I said, you know what? It doesn't. And she puts it in the thing. I said, is that? I said, you know what? Forget it. it doesn't matter. He because he is high as fuck. He does not give <laughs> a fuck what. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter, man. It was it was the best. I drove. 
I it was it got to a point where I couldn't keep track of all these trips, and I'm just like, holy shit, have I been at this McDonald's like McDonald's like seven times? Yeah. And this is after midnight. I went in and I got there, and this so the the fourth trip, I pick up the stuff for Katie P, and I and I get her nonsense, whatever the hell she orders. I hate the smell of McDonald's. It's my car. I'm like, I can't get, wait to get rid of it. And there's a light on. Now it's fucking like almost two o'clock in the morning. I don't want to just ring a bell in an apartment complex. She's likely drunk. She may not have put in the right address. I don't want to get shot delivering McDonald's. But okay, ring the bell. Nothing. Knock on the door. Nothing. Kitchen light is on. Bedroom light is on, but the curtains are drawn. You know, I'm like, fuck, she maybe she passed out. She fell asleep. She's having sex. There's something going on in there, and I want no part of it. I don't know. And it's just like, you know, delivered to the door. So I'm like, fuck, I can't figure out the app i can't get in touch with uber support even if i do talk to uber support i don't know what they're going to tell me they're going to be from the philippines right. good morning no it's not a good morning <laughs> it's late at night it's a college campus what the fuck do i do with the mcdonald's you know did you call them yes i ca- i called them like seven times did you knock on the door yes i knocked on the fucking door and i'm like okay so i can't get through i can't even figure out how to fucking call up uber because they just launched a new driver app i'm not angry about it i'm just like I'm standing here for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, I just want to deliver more McDonald's to other kids. She's holding everyone back. She's fucking it up for the whole universe. So I just fucking left it there. I just left it at the front door. I'm like, all right. And I you know, gave her a thumbs down, waited too long. And Were I there a the lot of bells thing. at the door? That, that kind there, of thing? It was a, a, one bell. It was like one of those ring oh. doorbell kind of deals. Like, oh, like yeah, yeah, she yeah. should have gotten an app. But I wrote a, you know, I sent her a message through the app, through the yeah. Uber app. I, you know, I didn't leave a voicemail because what's the fucking point? She'll be like, what? She probably doesn't even remember ordering it. So anyway, so I left the shake and the twenty-piece chicken McNuggets in the bag and oh, right on the front good. porch. It was it was <laughs> great. I mean, I, you know, I usually I usually ask if they have a straw in there and and if they haven't had one, I say, can I get another? And then I just have a little sip on the way there. They won't know if there's yeah. nineteen. Nuggets. So so now now on the fifth trip to this same McDonald's after this unsuccessful delivery that I didn't know what the fuck to do, uh, I walk in. And I'm waiting. And now, instead of wa- like waiting where all of the customers wait for their order, because when when they do Uber Eats, it's just they make it to order because it's fucking McDonald's and they, they pull it together fast, man. It's like stupid, ridiculously fast. So I, I'm staying right by the front door where they actually have their little iPad that has the restaurant Uber app, you know, for Uber Eats. And uh, I see another guy walks in. And this guy is probably younger than me, but he's one of those guys that you can't tell if he's like 26 or like 46. He's like kind of bald. If he were like in a, like a local like you know like dinner theater version of the Adams Family, he would play Uncle Fester. <laughs> you know, he has a gut. He's bald. He's missing a tooth or two. You know, and he's got like a even if his shirt was like freshly washed that morning, it looks dirty. We're in a black sheet. And for whatever reason, I decide that now I'm at a water cooler and I'm going to talk to the Uber, uh, the Uber Eats driver. I'd be like, yeah, this is my fifth trip here. Fifth in a row. Yeah, last one. She wasn't even around. I'm telling that whole thing that I just told. Like, for no reason. No reason whatsoever. Talking over drunk customers. 
you know and uh and I'm like, okay. Like, man, this is while there's like a dude, there's like a black dude with dreadlocks talking to a kid who works at McDonald's, telling him that he's wasting his time and you got to do your own thing, man. You got to do the other thing. And then he walks, the, the same guy walks into the bathroom, comes out. He's not feeling well. He's like, oh, Hennessy, Hennessy. I'm never going to drink again. I'm never going to drink again. And I'm talking over that guy to Uncle Fester, 26, 46, I don't know. And this guy starts telling me, yeah, I worked 70 hours this week. I, yeah, I just started this two weeks ago. Blah, blah, blah. He's talking about it. And uh, and I'm like, I'm like trying to roll with this guy, but he's kind of a slow adult, right? Like, there's something off about the guy. Uh, more, well, there's something off about me, too. And I'm just like, look at him. And I, he's wearing a, a black T-shirt with a big happy face on it that says, Boobies make me smile. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself, okay. All right, what the fuck? I'm doing the same job that that guy's doing? Like, what the fuck? Like, it was it was this moment that I'm standing there in a McDonald's at fucking 2.30 in the morning, and I'm not trying to judge this guy. I don't know this guy. I don't know his story. He could be a fucking genius. And I'm thinking to myself, I picked up that order. I stopped talking to him after I just sort of chuckled and laughed. I said, hey, good luck, man. You know, and I walked, I got my car, and for the next, like, three rides, I was laughing my ass off at how stupid it is. It's like, how did I get here? (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I still, to the, actually, I'm like, I don't know if I can think about this. And then I continued to work until uh, 8.30 in the morning. I worked from 9.30 p.m. to 8.30 in the morning, and that was, and I had done a couple of trips early in the day, and I had delivered groceries for uh, Amazon. And I'm just like, where did things, what? Where did things go wrong? Or is everything going right? Or am I the one that figured it out? I don't know. Basically, what I'm saying is, please fund me. Please. please send please. a little bit of money. Just yeah. a couple of shekels. Did yeah. you hear that about Eric Trump? Yeah. No. <laughs> saying shekels. Shekels. Which is, <laughs> shekels, which is a, it's a, yeah, but it's a, it can be, when it's used in a certain context, you could use it as a, uh, an, it, it could have a negative connotation oh, and be anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 no, but I mean, whatever, it's who it's yeah. who it's coming from, and Eric yeah. Trump is not the fucking brain trust. He's not a, he's a anti-Semite, you think? Yeah. But yeah, no, Fox had called him out on it, too. Yeah. I mean, and then when, when Fox calls out any uh, uh, Trump family member or anyone that's on the right, the, the left loses their mind. They're so excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker yeah. that we hate? Oh, we, we man, got now. Yeah. We got you, motherfucker, now. Yeah. When I, you know, uh, back in the day when I when I was delivering pizzas, which is a different <laughs> thing than what you're doing now. I, yeah, yeah. You, you're talking about the actual taking a, a sip out of the you know, drink out of the thing. I used to, I seriously did. Uh, I would take their pizza and I would uh, I would take a slice out and then I would rearrange it slightly. And you can take a, if you have like a 16 inch pizza <laughs> and you look in there, you look for the you don't look for the big slice. You look for the smaller slice and you go, okay, that's the one. Pull it out and then just kind of push it all back together and put it in the box and put, you know close the box back up and fuck I eat pizza like that all the fucking time, all the fucking time. And if I went up to the place and there, okay, I did this when I asked it was there just one button. I I'm, okay at the when you go up to a I'd go to an apartment it'd be like a, you know the, the twelve buttons on the apartment you know kind of thing you know the doorbell the buzzer thing and. Uh, it was number whatever 11 i'd hit 11 nothing nothing i would always just fucking mash the whole panel just like that and then somebody would let me in then i go up to the place and usually they then they would if i banged on the door they would answer but uh yikes yeah it was i i I, all of that i i was when i was listening to that i was 
I was thinking about it from the angle of, you know, coming at it from the delivery person. I've also been the drunk high fucker on the other end of it. I had uh, this girlfriend for a while. I don't know. Let's not call her a girlfriend. Um, but uh, this uh, woman. A was, lady friend. Uh, I, 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 uh, yeah. I was hanging out with a, this. A, 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 a sometime companion. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she had a nickname, uh, which yeah. kind of says it all. Her name was Jenny. Uh, we called her Hallucina Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> so Hallucina Jenny was, uh, she was a party girl. She was a party girl, and uh, I was over at her house one time. I think it was like a Friday night, and I was probably... I was probably like 20 years old, somewhere around in there, with, hanging out with Hallucina Jenny. And uh, we had, uh, I think we had smoked up quite a bit, and I'm sure we were drinking too. And uh, anyway, we had uh, called the, the Pizza Man, called this place, and it was a local place that wasn't fast anyway. And uh, we, we caught the place that wasn't fast anyway, I think, on, on the super bad night where they really took their normal slow delivery time and multiplied that quite a bit. And uh, so uh, we had uh, we had smoked up enough and whatever that uh, and uh, tch, we're we're uh, we're engaged in some sort of uh, some chicanery on the couch as I recall and uh, somebody banged on the door and I was like what and I, by now I have no recollection whatsoever that we had ordered a pizza it was gone it was like completely I don't know what the fuck this could possibly be it's like who is at the door this is makes no sense whatsoever she's like oh my god who's that I'm like I don't know I have no I, you know it's like seriously I was confused and uh, I remember her she she walked over uh, naked which is okay and I don't know if I've talked about this in the south uh, we weren't in the south but I'm just going to use this analogy uh, she was not naked because if you're naked you have no clothes on if you are naked you have no clothes on and you're up to something so anyway she she nakedly nakedly in a naked way, she uh, went up to the door. I remember going up to the door and op- without stitched clothing, she, but she pokes just, you know, she hides behind the door, pokes her head around the door. Hello? <laughs> this guy is totally baked out. He looked baked too, the pizza dude. Uh, was like, I oh, got a pizza from Jake's Pizza. <laughs> it's like, dude, we ordered that like fucking 12 hours ago. But this place also. The, the the saving grace of it was that you could order <laughs> they would deliver beer uh and so uh the guy was bringing a six pack of beer too and so <laughs> we're like all right great hang on a second here Let's, uh, we had to pay him and he brought the beer but it was it was great but yeah hallucinogen jenny uh yeah that was, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to remember i don't think after that i don't think i i think that might have been the last evening i'm, I'm not sure at past that i have no uh you have no recollection of no recollection of, no recollection of any continued uh, uh, any continued how, companionship how, 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 how much time may you have spent with Lucy Jenny uh, Lucy oh god she was uh, she was an odd duck she was an odd duck um, she um, uh, she liked to have uh, intercourse most when she was uh, menstruating oh and she yeah, would, me too <laughs> <laughs> so she would, she would call and say, "Yeah, Aunt Flo. We've been talking about Aunt Flo all week. Everybody has been uh, Florence, uh, Miss Miss Flo. Yeah, Miss Flo is here. Come over." And I was like, "Okay, that sounds great." I'm going to say <laughs> uh, at at twenty, at twenty, 
We don't really care, do we? <laughs> At 47, don't really care. Do you want to smoke weed and drink a lot and uh, wait three hours for a pizza and uh, bleed all over me? <laughs> Sounds like a great night. <laughs> uh, all right. That's too much. Is that too much information? I don't think I've ever gotten that. Never, never. I, I was a little surprised that you said that you even said uh, when she had when we had intercourse. I don't know if you said we, but I mean it was clear that it was we. I mean unless yes. I, unless yeah. she was that much of a uh, yeah, uh, well. exhibitionist and yeah, you know. I mean that's uh, you know I've I, I don't know. You know, are, are, do you think our kids are listening to these? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I doubt it. I mean, come on. They don't have an attention span for this. I'm yeah. I'm optimistic uh, that they're not. But uh, for a long time, I I didn't want to join the optimist club because I thought they were eye doctors. So my optimism, my optimism, my optimism. They might be uh, might be misplaced. Maybe they are listening. This will be the one that everybody listens to. Your your wife, ex wife, whatever the fuck we're calling her. What's her <laughs> first name again? Andrea. 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 Kick in. First of all, kick in to this to this thing because it's 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 important. Uh, and then um, if you're listening, if you're sitting in, she's made it to Minneapolis. She's going to be bored. She's going to be there for a week. She's going to have a lot of time on her hands. She's going to be hanging out at the hotel, doing the shit that you do at the hotel. Or you know, Monday it's like, okay, I'm going to go out to dinner. I'm going to do something. I'm going to hit the. I'm gonna, maybe does she work out? She maybe she's going to the health club. Whatever. She's, find her way around by tuesday she's gonna be bored of shit and listening to this i just have a feeling this could be the undoing this could be the last episode she's gonna call you up and go get the fuck out of the pool house (laughs) i don't know i hope so (laughs) i want to live in my car you think i can podcast from the car Uh, all right Uh, this is a weird thing because i got uh i talked a while back about booter a friend of mine from Oregon. Yeah, Booter. Booter, Booter. with the uh, van. Was it yeah, the van? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So w- Wood panel? I can't remember the van, well, but I vaguely. Had, yeah, I had my 1965 Ford Econoline, root beer colored uh, van. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I took a, took a road trip in uh, more than once. But anyway, um, I, I heard from Booter Show again. number 74. I have no idea. Was it? But I, yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't know. So I heard from Booter and uh, a, f- a mutual friend of ours. As it turns out, okay, um, I play just a little bit of guitar very, very poorly, but I just do it to amuse myself. Uh, the first guitar that I actually got was um, uh, another friend of mine had given me this guitar, a guy named uh, uh, Billy Arns. Uh, God rest his soul, Billy. He's gone. He's, uh, he's not in the world anymore, but uh, that's another story. Anyway, um, so Billy uh, had given me this guitar that he had gotten from... Uh, one of the uh, Langle brothers is their last name. He'd gotten this guitar. They the the brothers had gotten in a fight with this guitar somehow, and one had swung it at the other one, and hit the other one, and they had broke the guitar into a couple pieces. Um, basically, um, the the top of the guitar was was cracked and a piece was broken out. It was a it was a harmony guitar. And uh, which is uh, old school from like the 50s or some shit like that. Made in Chicago, I believe, an American-made guitar, which um, they're kind of collectible now. They're, they're kind of cool. Now. They might, they're probably, you go on YouTube or someplace like that or, or one, of the, uh, one of the places where, or YouTube, you go on, they don't sell guitars on YouTube. You go to uh, eBay is what I was trying to spit out or uh, uh, what's the other place that sells guitars online? There's, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I digress. But anyway, they're, they're a five $600 guitar. Anyway, 
so he gives me this guitar and uh it's broken up and so i, I glue this thing back together so he you see billy somehow gotten it from the Langle brothers uh, i have the guitar this is the first guitar i had i glued it back together kind of sanded down the top where the glue had kind of seeped out and all that shit i got it back together at, at any rate and it uh, managed to be a guitar that would stay in tune somewhat and it was okay it was an okay guitar to learn on um forward ahead uh, you know a lot of years and uh, i get this uh, email from Bootery saying hey this is something you should take a look at it's, it's kind of uh, i think he i think he said funny i'm not sure <laughs> after i saw it that it's particularly funny but uh rick langle l-a-n-g-e-l if you want to google that at some point you may i don't know if it's uh, if it'll show up i think it should it's online but uh, rick langle was in uh, a, a coastal oregon city uh, he apparently has uh, decided that he was uh, he was living a life as a troubadour uh, somewhat recently, and uh, he had a van and some kind of a travel trailer, and uh, he had been uh, going around with a guitar and uh, playing in bars and places like that and making a little bit of money and and uh, i guess apparently uh, earning some kind of money for disability from he was in the, he was in the service i guess at one point and uh, was living his dream troubadour staying in a van down by the down by the ocean he got his van too close down by the ocean uh, and uh, was sleeping in the van and woke up to a van full of water it was like waist deep he had gotten so close when the tide came in it grabbed his grabbed his van grabbed his travel trailer and was reclaiming it was taking it into the <laughs> to sea well okay so i googled uh, rick wrangle wrangle okay. oh wrangle i hit wrangle and i got houston dwi suspect oh. 55 who escaped from hospital captured five days later let, let and there's see. a picture of a guy that looks like billy bob thornton with a ponytail and missing front teeth um, okay, no, let's, Langle. Let's L A N G E L. That's why I was spelling it out. Um, let's go or it. Let's go O R for Oregon. I'm going to do this while I'm while I'm talking to you. Uh, yes, and go photos excavator. It's the second one on the list. Um, excavator hauls sinking van out of Oregon coast surf. If you do Rick Langle, O R Oregon. I got and, it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, yeah, I just did a uh, Rick Wrangle uh, van. <laughs> And yeah. I got photos, excavator, haul, sinking van out of Oregon coast, surf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so wait, <laughs> now, uh, what was this guy's connection? That's not that's not the root beer van, obviously. No, but no, it no, looks no, like no. it's in the vein of... See, I yeah. really did, I didn't really know this guy very much. I knew members of his family. I knew some brothers and sisters, uh, but I really didn't know this guy. But um, the first guitar that I got was a guitar that he used yeah, to beat yeah, up his yeah. brother with. And so I had gotten, and then he, once he beat up his brother with his guitar, uh-huh. he gave it to a friend of mine who gave it to me. So that's the long, long and short of it. But he was living in a van down by the ocean. <laughs> down by the ocean. Down yeah. by you know what the uh, down by the ocean is better than down by the river. D- yeah, 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 yeah. He's down by the ocean, but he got a little too close. He got a little too close. He's got a little camper though. Though I mean, it's, it's a nice yeah. little setup. I mean, look, it's not an airstream that he's got. No, but it would have so, been yeah. okay. Would have been okay. You know, he was, I think he had the he had the idea. I think he had the idea, but uh, he just got a little too uh, a little too frisky there. Got a little too close to yeah to that, that, nature. That, yeah, the uh, <laughs> the gallery ocean swallowing Chevrolet Twenty Globemaster near Gear. The Chevrolet Twenty Globemaster. Yes, Globemaster. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah, this guy traveled the globe. Yes. 
And so, yeah, there was uh-huh. a guy that, uh, like I said, he's, uh, I didn't know him. I, I knew some of his um, younger brothers and sisters, but uh, he, was from a bit, he was from a big family. He was, he was a guy, okay here's, a, okay, here's an example of how the world's changed. Okay, his mother is Mexican. Um, and uh, I don't know if you can really tell the pictures are kind of goofy of this guy. No, well, let me see. I saw a picture of the guy. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. Does he look uh, Latino? Uh, I mean, he... He's an older guy. I mean, he looks guy. like he tans well. I mean, he looks yeah. like he tans well. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, to me, you know, he kind of looks like a... Um, I don't want to say white, trashy, or like you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. He could have, you know. But he, he, you know, like he. This is the kind of guy that I'm looking at. This one picture of him with his cowboy hat on, his button-down shirt. Like he looks like he's pretty okay in okay for his age, kind of in shape. He's got a pack of Marlboro, you know, yeah. Marlboro lights there yeah. in the photograph where yes. he's just sitting yeah. on a chair. Where they got the picture, I don't know. <laughs> Um, you know, you, you could get a sense of his, his, his lifestyle. There's another picture, I think, of him playing a guitar, of, uh, courtesy of Rick Langle. He's standing yes. up in, like, uh, when he's got a full white beard. He's a little bit younger in this picture. But, he, I mean, to me, he looks like a, a whitish guy who may have some Native American in him. But, you know, maybe. But, but I wouldn't go, like, oh, that guy's a Mexican. Or well, half Mexican. I, I, okay, growing up in the same town with uh, he and his relatives, his brothers and sisters and whatnot, um, and their uh, the mother was she's Mexican. I was, nobody ever, nobody ever called or even referred to them uh, in ever that I can recall as as Mexicans or as Latinos or <laughs> anything in that regard whatsoever. They were just, you know, just uh, people that. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm sure in today's world that uh, that people are just too you know they're too uh, driven by identity politics and things like that that i'm sure there would be some some sort of mention of that but uh but did this happen this year yeah it's uh this is fairly recently this august is, yeah august yeah so then there is a gofundme i was just trying to find it there's somewhere in there there's a link for him for a gofundme where is it? it's in there somewhere in the article Want to see how much well, I know, and I think I think people should help this uh, Rick Langle uh, fella. You know, he's a he's a roving, traveling musician of sorts. He, he lost everything. Okay, let's he go. He lost everything. A GoFundMe yeah. campaign has been created. Let's go see what this is all about. See what he can yeah. do. Jesus, yeah. that's a yeah. crazy picture there. Uh, he had a goal of twenty thousand dollars. Campaign is trending. Uh, eighty eight oh eight five eight thousand eighty five dollars has gone towards uh, Mr. Rick Langle trying to get his shit back. All of his, everything he had, everything he had was uh, he's a uh, he's a veteran with health issues. Um, everything he had. He's was, a veteran. That's what it says. I don't know. He fought for this country. I, I don't remember. You know, I don't, like I said, I I I don't think okay. necessarily, and uh, I have I, I, okay. It, I, I don't remember hanging out with him at all. Although I do know, uh, like I said, brothers and sisters. He had from a fairly large family. So yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't fight for this country. Um, but we'd sure take eight thousand dollars. <laughs> but but I'm saying, but I didn't fight for this country. But I mean, he 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 exceeded his goal, right? Yeah yeah. I may have to donate. I fucking donate some. I might do that. Mm-hmm. Should I do? Let me donate now. Here, let me hit donate now. See what I can't find his. Uh, I can't. It's find at the bottom of the. Uh, it's at the bottom of the deal. It's at the bottom of the uh, story. So let's go twenty bucks. From that first story. Yeah, it's the bottom. Oh, in the, in the story, it's at it's at the bottom of the story. There's a GoFundMe link. I've got so many fucking links. So many pages on this guy. This guy's uh 
He's a lot. This is some of the best press he's ever gotten. I'm guessing. What's a GoFundMe want a fucking tip for? What will it take for you and I to get a van and for us to get the van to wash away into a body of water, maybe to promote the show? Well, you're close to the ocean, so just get down there. That's true. Get something. Get your, get your vehicle down to the ocean. Did your wife leave you with her car? No, her car went to the shop. Oh, I was going to say, if we're going to leave something down by the ocean, we should probably leave her car. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to show you a picture of uh, Ricky uh, Wrangle. <laughs> okay, I think I like this guy better. Like actually, him better? yeah. Well, I mean, it's a mug shot, yeah. but uh, Ricky Wrangle. <laughs> did you get it? Uh, did you hear it? Yeah. Would you uh, text it? I, I texted it to you. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. Ricky Wrangle fifty five. All right, it's fine. Oh, I hope I didn't send it to someone else. I think I just sent it to my ex wife. <laughs> no, I don't think I got it. She's like, what? Yeah, what oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh yeah, that guy looks great. He looks like <laughs> sex offender registry right there. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's story is. Uh, okay. Uh, there's another Rick Wrangle, Rick E. Wrangle. He's, uh, <laughs> who's, who looks like he's in, uh, like, Menudo, uh, like, you know, uh, 17.0. Let's see. Where are we here? All right, I just, I just donated. Anonymous. How much did you, how much did you donate? $20. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. Mm. Listen, listen, Colin just donated to this guy. Anyone that's listening... $20 to the GoFundMe page that doesn't exist yet. Uh, for Unbecoming Page, John Craig, meeting Colin IRL. And then we'll stop doing this. It's, it's, that's your win. It's a win-win. Everyone wins. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.